And uh, the boys at Alleged Wrestling Podcast sent me a care package from Ooh. Ireland. And oh, I, I have the stuff. We've It was uh, Tato Chips. The one thing that I think myself and Tink were... And like, I want to do a full review. I want to go on their show and talk to them about this shit. But I got to say something. Tato brand Tato Chips or crisps... <laughs> are probably the best fucking potato chip I've ever had. Wow. Dude, I, I don't know. I mean, we got Lay's. Chicago's is, is a Lay's town, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Irish people know their potatoes. Tato brand Tato chips or crisps <laughs> are probably the best fucking potato chip I've ever had. We've been doing a podcast for, I don't know, how long, and we've forgotten Nearly to press an hour. Nearly an hour. So I, I was saying life. to you, Steve, uh, how did you find that Last of Us 2 video game? <laughs> <laughs> you have new crisps to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, oh, yeah there we Christ. go. I'm so crunch, upset. Crunch. I'm yep. so upset. Still horrible. So to catch everyone up, we tried the new Fizzy Cola Tatoes. We talked about The Last of Us 1 being fantastic and Last of Us 2 being shit. And then we talked about, we're in the middle of talking about Vince McMahon and we missed the whole fucking show. I, I want to die. I genuinely want to die right now. <laughs> um, metaphorically speaking. No, genuinely, I'm going to cut myself. It's been that bad. Please uh, don't. Hell. No, I will. I will. There's no one here to stop me. It's going to be fine. Okay, Fucking but remember, you, now that we're recording, you said that if that ever happened, that I can have your um your collection of Metal Gear Solid to sell on eBay. I mean, to keep for my own collection. Just make sure you exploit people with it. Just okay. whatever you do. Because I exploited people to get it. So make sure you exploit people back. I'm very no upset. Problem. I'm very upset at this. But hey. Uh, all the more reason to be in the Discord, I suppose. <laughs> hey, uh, so uh, if you're listening to the recorded version, it's going to be a pretty short show because we've already been on here for a long. It's time. It's actually going to be about wrestling because we all the alleged yeah. stuff is now missed. Yeah. So you if you want the alleged part, yeah, if you want to listen to the pre-show, you should be in uh, on our Discord. In this and case, the pre-show is half the broadcast. Yes. And the, pe <laughs> the people in the Discord right now will back me up on this. This was not a plan. This is because we fucked up. I fucked up. It's my fault. But um, this is not a way to get you to come to Discord. We genuinely just realized as we started talking about wrestling that Craig Bot wasn't recording. But do come to Discord anyway. So it's the uh, 
the wrestling podcast this week yeah exactly chicken no alleged no alleged but anyway yeah vince mcmahon we were talking about vince mcmahon uh i suppose left intro it's the alleged wrestling podcast episode 254 with myself steve with fitz and nikki and we've been talking for an hour already and we weren't recording yes and we had oh we had fizzy cola um, with potato, the cola which potatoes. fitz liked mm. but the rest of us like the rest of the world hated well fitz yeah. is a masochist so yeah yeah hey that's a bit harsh like i'm only a little bit of a masochist <laughs> I, like, I like them as a novelty i i wouldn't like cola frosty every day that's what they remind me of the cola frosties mm. But like the stick in your teeth, like, I mean, they seem more bitty than the regular mm. potato. It just, it wouldn't get out of my bitty. teeth. Bitty. Bitty. <laughs> Little Britain comes back at that reference. So Forbidden Door happened. Money in the Bank happened. Blood and Guts happened. We haven't done oh, a show Jesus. since. Oh, it's Jesus. The first time. It's the first time we've done a, it's the first time we've missed an episode. So now it's recording. I can apologize <laughs> once again. Again. Uh, so apologies for missing the show last week. The injury bug hit us too. Uh, it's the first time we missed a show in five years. So give us a break. Fuck you. That's the way I'd look at it. But XOXO. Uh, um, fuck you, XOXO. Uh, apologies. <laughs> so gen- genuinely apologies. Uh, we said we'd never miss a week, but last week it just wasn't going to work. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so we haven't, uh, look, I'm not going to sit here and talk about Forbidden Door and Money of the Bank. They're dead and buried and gone. So any, any overall thoughts on the last few weeks? It's actually been decent quality wrestling for mm. across a lot of it. Forbidden Door, particularly, I really enjoyed Forbidden Door. I thought it was a really good show. Yeah, I'd be very much interested to see how they could do that in Japan. Because that's the next level of what they're going to do. They're going to bring over, obviously, a, a group of AEW guys to fight in Carrick Hall or somewhere that they can host the show. Probably bigger because they need a bigger crowd. I don't know if it'll be big enough for Tokyo Dome, but no, I wouldn't say Tokyo Dome. I could say maybe Osaka Hall or something, Osaka Joe Hall or something like that. And like the amount of people they were missing, like did no Kenny Omega, did no Brian Danielson, no CM Punk. Can you imagine the three of them going over to Japan? Oh baby, um, the Cesaro Zack Sabre Jr. match was most entertaining. I know Steve loved that, being a technical yes. masterclass that it was. Love CSG. Yeah. CSG. What a wrestler. Huge fan. Huge <laughs> fan. Not at all not believable as a human being, but that's fine. So is your um, face. My so is your face always works, so I have no comeback. Which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Money in the Bank, uh, Austin Theory and James Morgan. Uh, Liv Morgan captain on the night. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Fitz, Fitz really okay, enjoyed Fitz. Money in the Bank. The Tato just hit the physical. Tato just <laughs> in, in my reaction. Right. I, I came back from a, a very long night out on Saturday night. I came home and I was extremely drunk. And then I had to watch Theory win Money in the Bank. And it almost sent me into a severe depression to the point of where I was almost like Steve 15 minutes ago wanting to slip my wrists. Like me with Zack Sabre Jr. matches. There we go. The tag so match. We have a common though. ground. Oh, yes. Tag match. Humped. Uh, Liv Morgan cashed in on the night. Uh, apparently, Ronda Rousey pulled her I'm a genuine star out, outside of here card <laughs> and uh, decided that Liv Morgan should beat her, which was kind of cool to hear. Um, Liv Morgan is a SmackDown Women's Champion for a play to her. Uh, I think, for how long? Uh, I think uh, the nose and forehead and cheeks will be back soon. So she'll win the title. 
and uh, she, which one? Liv Morgan no, has the title. <laughs> well, it depends on what she comes back with. She's been away for a while. God knows. She might end up looking like I don't know. She might like depends on what Charlotte comes back looking like. That's kind of what's what's going on. Charlotte's mm-hmm. coming back with a whole new face for the seventh time, and she'll she'll beat Liv Morgan for the title. How I think far it's pretty away obvious. is Bailey at this point? She's surely close to coming back. She's Isn't she cleared? I thought she was cleared and she was ready to come back. Just they don't have anything for her. I don't know. How do you know? I have not heard. Um, but yeah, Liv Morgan has the title to lose to Charlotte. It's it's fairly obvious what's going to happen there. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, anything else happened? So Austin Terry, I saw a clip last night of Austin Terry coming out to tease Roman Reigns that he just ran around the ring with the uh, with the with briefcase. the briefcase. I do think they are going to put the belt on Austin Terry. Genuinely. Oh, yeah I mean he's, he's a decent wrestler he looks the part it's just the character the character itself is terrible that's the only issue well, I can see why they're pushing him you know he's the new John Cena sorry I had to pause but he's not as characteristic I'm on Cena I'm always could entertain a crowd even from his very early days Theory oh, doesn't have that ability like, he looks great, obviously. Just look at him. He's a fucking physical specimen. Uh, and bell to bell, he's more than adequate. Um, at times, quite good. But there's nothing that draws a casual viewer to look at him and be entertained. I mean, you could have said the same thing at Cena early in the early days as well, though. Cena was a bad so. wrestler. Austin Terry is ten times the wrestler Cena ever was. I'd put it that way. I'd, especially in the early days. Um, like until Cena got the rapping gimmick and started getting comfortable in that yeah he was was nothing like yeah but we're also not talking about a wrestling company here we're talking about an entertainment company Uh, Cena nearly got released Cena was very close to getting released Mm. so I I think Austin Terry's in terms of like starts he's in he's in a better place right now than Cena was uh, but it's very obvious they're they're going to do Cena, Austin Terry at SummerSlam, I think, if Cena is cleared and ready to come back. Um, what do you make of I, this argument that's going around Twitter? And I know I'm going to preface this what? by saying Twitter wrestling what? is just accessible. But, you know, the, the argument is, oh, WWE doesn't make any new stars. Next scene, Austin Terry wins Money in the Bank. Yeah, but not him. You know, it's... We want new stars, and when they try to push someone new, we shit on it because we don't like them. You know, is is there a middle ground that we could be looking at, or is that just fans never it's, being happy? I think it's a fair criticism because um, on Money in the Bank, they gave you a new, a first time champion, Liv Morgan, that they've kind of been hovering around the title for a while, and they gave you Austin Theory. But my worry is that well, Roman is there, so we're not going to go into a third reign of terror. So you had the Cena reign of terror for 15 years. You have the Roman Reigns uh, babyface push for, what, seven or eight years. Now it's finally good. Roman Reigns is finally entertaining. <laughs> In terms of storylines, he was always, we always liked him, but I can't do a third one. I can't do the Austin Theory uh, reign of terror. The worry would be there. Well, it's not, that's just Theory, because he's not the first oh, one. Oh, sorry, anymore. the Theory reign of terror. Yeah. The reign of Theory. Um... <sighs> It's a, I think it's a fair criticism. That would be my opinion. Let's see how I, for for once we'll see how it goes. I think. Yeah, we'll let it I play know, out. Let it play out, like you know. <laughs> this is a one legitimately. I think we do need to, just to see how it goes because yeah, they can go either way with this. 
they can just shut it down like they do with most pushes or they can actually embrace them and go too far. There's, there is no middle ground here. They're not going to play it properly. It's going to yeah. either, they're either going to cut bait or they're going to run way too hard with it. Yeah, that's the way they do things. Uh, Braun Breaker is just sitting there next to you doing nothing. He could be on the main roster today doing bits. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Breaker, I think, oh. suffers from possibly the same thing that Theory does, although he's obviously 10 times the wrestler and looks more impressive in the ring but having seen a few interviews that he does and him on the mic he's still a long way off being main roster ready for that aspect of it yeah yeah like, he, with he, a man give him a manager be good yeah oh yeah if only they had someone like you know a hall of famer maybe <sighs> yeah or what's your guy nick that you always like gone to aw now stokely baddies stokely oh, yeah. way yeah mm. What yeah, if his dad like is a Hall of Fame wrestler, maybe? Nah, that don't work. Nah, that'll never work. Give him Scott, give him Scott as a... a or his uncle. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Scott is your mouthpiece. That's all I was going to end up. He's just going to be called Breaker when he comes to NXT and, or up to the main roster. It's going to be terrible. Oh, speaking of NXT, uh, it's very clear Triple H is back. Very <laughs> clear Triple H is back. Holy shitballs. Um, Great American Bash was good stuff. Uh, and they are now inviting indie wrestlers to try out at SummerSlam weekend after how long of refusing to hire. Like an official edict was no more indie wrestlers. Good times. Uh, hopefully they get rid of the Nickelodeon stage and just go back to black and gold and get rid of those fucking I, fans. I'd say that's going to be a, a, bit of, a bit of a time before that changes. I think that's too much money invested in that to switch overnight. I, I think if Vince is gone... I can't see Stephanie and Triple H keeping Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn around. I think they'll oh, go pretty could you quick. Imagine? Could you oh, imagine? Oh, beautiful, wouldn't it? Oh, but dreams be are made a game, of. game changing if that happened. But that's it the genuinely thing. would. If it's not, I don't see Vince leaving. I like they. No, they're not going to force him to leave either. But there was, I saw some. There was some public statement that was released at some point that saying that Vince leaving WWE would irrevocably irrever- irrever- hurt the company. Lol. I was like. No, no. Now, they obviously, we don't know. Things. We don't know what he does behind the scenes in terms of being a, a commercial success. You know, people want to do deals with WWE because of him, perhaps. So, if he's not in the meetings or if he's not, you know, uh, meeting and greeting execs, does that take away from the potential of lucrative contracts? Possibly, but from an on-screen perspective, in terms of creative, things will only get better when Vince is gone. Absolutely. There's just no, it can't get worse. Like there's only up from here. And especially if Triple H is head of creative, which I think will happen uh, as soon as Vince is gone. Uh, if it's Jeff Jarrett, then I'm going to kill myself. I'm telling you right now. I'm going <laughs> That's to, I'm twice going to, now you've threatened There's, a, there's a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to turn Should on the actually be worried I'll, here, make, I'll, I'll make sure to hit record. And I will kill myself live on a podcast. I'll get Kira to post it. She'll be in on it. It'll be fine. Uh, if Jeff Jarrett is in charge of creative, I'm done. I'm I'm on the edge. I'm, I'm I'm circling the drain with wrestling as it is. Good God, Jeff Jarrett, please keep him away because he's booking the live events now, which tells me he's been groomed. prepared to. Yeah, Vince loves grooming people. You can't talk yep. about grooming and Vince McMahon. Jesus, <laughs> we have now we're actually recording. And we haven't actually went into the Vince stuff yet. Uh, uh, yeah, I know the people listening live thought that. Yeah, that sucks so for Vince them, McMahon. So. Dirty scumbag. Discuss. Dirty scumbag. We talked about it before we hit record, unfortunately. Uh, we explained all the stories that you've already read. He's a piece of shit. We always knew it. Uh, 
people being shocked by Vince McMahon being a piece of shit is the funniest no, thing, I think. There's no shock in this at all. It's Yeah, none. Um, but yeah, his Netflix documentary is now being cancelled, despite there now actually being something relevant to do Netflix documentary about. Yes, I quote tweeted something earlier that, and I just said this. So Netflix were like, "Oh, I'm going to do this Vince McMahon documentary. Something hugely documentary worthy happens." No, I'm not going to do this anymore. So it's clear that Vince was an executive producer on his own documentary that has been dropped. What? It's just no. going to be a puff piece, like 100%. Yeah, it was 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you see, WCW tried to put them out of business, Nick. You know, mm. they came for his family. It was worse He than fought the, the government and won. <laughs> he won. And the, the ironic thing I saw in a funny tweet was, uh, in a weird turn of events, Vince McMahon has uh, paid more money to uh, keep women quiet than he did to buy WCW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In fact, the first payoff we heard of, yeah. he paid more than WCW. <laughs> yeah. So clearly, uh, he realized which one of them were a bigger threat to his success. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what. Looking back, twenty twenty one years on, they never did anything with WCW. They had this extremely hot product, and they did nothing with it. So, like, say for example, uh, say for example, it's never going to happen. But say AEW is in trouble, and Vince buys AEW, right? Imagine doing nothing with it for 20 years, considering it's the hottest wrestling product on TV right now. Mm-hmm. It seems insane that they never did anything with it. But hey. Anyway. World invasion Storyline, uh, which is... I, I enjoy the I, Invasion Storyline. The Invasion Storyline gets a bad rap. I enjoy yeah. it. Was when I was, when I was just getting into wrestling properly. And I, yeah, I me really and you have talked about it. this before. Yeah, that I, I, really I think it gets it. hate that it wasn't there. They didn't have the big stars because Warner Media were paying Sting and Goldberg and Hogan to stay at home. Like they had guaranteed contracts that they were not going to get broken. So why would you come to work? Especially Sting, when he'd been around at that point for probably 15, 20 years, his body was probably in shit. And like, here he gonna, is now, fucking 20 years, years later. Yeah. 21 20 years later, later, diving off shit. Yeah. <laughs> so all of those lads, and Hogan too, would have been around for a similar length of time. They got to sit at home under three million a year or whatever it was and heal up and come back. So like, why? Uh, once again, I'm not an ambitious person. I would also have taken that deal to stay at home. But we did lose out on Undertaker Sting when they were both in their prime, which sucks, but... Anyway, how are we talking about the invasion? Is wrestling on TV that bad? That we're <laughs> you know, you know uh, who's not wrestling on TV anymore, though. Oh, next who? Segue to the next thing you have. On. Oh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. I'm, I haven't got go. my phone open here. I'm just oh, talking okay. shit. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. They are. They have been removed from the internal roster. Uh, so the stories that Raj Giri had posted look to be true that Sasha Banks and Naomi have been released quietly released um, I love people saying I won't believe it until they, it's, until it's official when is the last time WWE posted that they released a person 3-4 yeah. years ago Enzo is the last person I remember that they confirmed they released all the releases in the past few years they've never posted about them oh, they have yeah, they haven't yeah, they have yeah. come to terms with release yeah they did yeah they haven't done that in years, lads. Oh, they haven't done it in years. Through the last, the last year, with all the the NXT batch release and all, they definitely released. They they did not put. They did not post on the Twitter or, or the website that these people were released. They did not. It definitely in the first wave, like in whatever May twenty twenty, maybe. They definitely did. Well, they had a website article that they might have published. The twenty twenty, maybe, but after that, they didn't. It was exactly. It was all SRS. 
Mm-hmm. They've never confirmed that all these people were released, all the NXT people, all the main roster, Bo Dallas's, etc. They never confirmed those people were released. They just said nothing. Because at the time, the entire world was getting fired, myself included, <laughs> due to COVID. Uh, so they, it was a PR thing. They are not going to confirm that Sasha Banks and Naomi were released. So anyone waiting for that confirmation, you're going to be waiting. Yeah, I wonder though, because they would. If uh, let's just assume that Raj is correct, and right now we have no reason to suspect that he isn't, because he seems to be very confident in what he's saying. He said something like June fourth or June ninth or something like that was the um, the well, date she got her release. That's the initial uh, release, Nick. Is it the twenty twenty? That's twenty twenty one. Oh. Okay. Is that from the outs oh, from the website? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Fair that enough. Includes Ruby Riot and all that too. Like that was funny. I stand corrected. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Do you used to confirm it on Twitter? I'll just. I'll just. I'll shut up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So th- if if that's the case, then they'd be free roughly around the time of All Out, which would be uh, I, very I, fun. I thing. don't see Naomi going to AEW. I see Sasha. Don't care, but I don't see Naomi going there. Well, we were only talking about this last night on uh, mm. twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. Gar is not here after to fill in for him. Um, that, you know, I, I suspect that obviously Sasha would be a big draw for anyone. She's She is a big star, regardless right. of whether you like her or not. She's got one of the biggest Twitter stand followings of anyone on that platform. They're the worst. Um, but I think Naomi would be a tactical hire uh, for the simple reason that she would uh, kind of represent a demographic that isn't overly uh, represented right now in the women's division in AEW. So that could be a good one. She has a, a strangely high following in WWE for yeah. someone who wouldn't be considered as one of the top talents bell to bell. So if she can carry that fandom over to AEW with the, the lively low gimmick that she had, I think that would be very entertaining with an AEW crowd. The issue would be um, the, the one women's match every week thing. So you might only work once a month. Mm. So it'll be interesting they, to see. They what need they do. to. If, if, now that, like, that was fine. I say fine. When they had a very small female roster, but mm-hmm. their female roster is definitely increasing. And but yeah. if they wanted, there is a few more people out there they can bring in at the moment that are, would be great for it and they can expand it. And if they do that, they definitely need to add more female wrestling to the main shows. Because I just don't have uh, Where's Ember Moon? She's they're still teasing that match against um the baddies. Baddies and all that, yeah. Neat. Um Yeah, yeah. they need to either expand Rampage to a two hour show and put it on a primetime slot or do something to get more TV time to give the women a better shot. There's just they're trying to fit too much into the shows, and even by doing that, they're still missing a lot. So they're, yeah. it, it's not it's not very balanced right now, and Rampage is a bit of a damp squid at the moment. So mm-hmm. they need to fix that. Cool, cool. Um, anything to talk about from TV this week? Um, the recorded version of this is short, but uh, the actual live version of this is long. So we need to be getting to home time now. Uh, blood and guts as well. We didn't talk about that. Was a very entertaining match. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor poor Santana didn't have a great day. Oh yeah, he literally got they, into the match and within like ninety seconds had busted out his knee or something. 
will he re-sign? So the story was that he was looking to leave. Um, he was running his contract out. Will he re-sign now to get a contract while he's injured, I wonder? Uh, well, TK said that he that AW will support him through his recovery anyway, so they're not going to leave nice. him shy, even if the contract was going Do to run out. WWE freeze yeah. your contract while injured job, maybe? Yeah, yeah to be fair, it's a good practice because it's like anything, you know, if you get injured at work, you you still get paid salary. So it's yeah. sort of same principle. But I think, so, I think it was a Rian or someone mentioned that apparently Santana and Ortiz aren't bros anymore, that yeah. they keep a professional on screen. So They're maybe that ties in. individual shots uh, on indies. Both of them, or, uh, I think either Santana, either both of them or just Santana have individual titles on the indies. They They are working shots by themselves. Seems like there was a falling out. Mm. whatever that's happened such a, such a bad situation for them because yeah. together as a team they could be up there with the FTRs and the Usos yeah. of the world as oh, being definitely. top tier talents but obviously it's one of those know, things you can definitely say and most people will agree that AEW dropped the ball on was uh, LAX that they never they never properly gave them a goal yeah well that that might be it that might be why you know if, yeah. if they're not bros backstage then realistically, as the booker, how could you justifiably make them the top team when yeah. at any stage they might just decide, no, fuck it, I don't want to work with them anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a risk. Maybe, like. yeah. Yeah, true. It's a risk fair that point. you need to mitigate. Tis a fair point. Maybe Tony could have just hugged them, you know, and just get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about a hug gate? Uh. <laughs> well, it's better your boss is hugging you than coercing you to give moral sex, I suppose, but... Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wardlow won the TNT title. He did. Uh, you know and my friend Bryce Remsburg, who always steals the limelight. <laughs> did you see him kiss the title before he handed it to Wardlow? So? Are you, do you oh, just hate yourself, love? Bryce. Go home, Bryce. Do you just Bryce. hate love? You hate people Go hugging, home. you hate kissing. The amount of time you see him looking up at the screen to make sure he's on the hard cam? Go home, Bryce. Please leave. Go away. There's my thoughts on Wardlow winning the title. You just hate fun. <laughs> I think uh, Bryce Remsburg should be a referee and get the fuck away from the hard cam, like most of the referees in AEW. Except for, who's the one? Paul Turner? He's about the only one that doesn't, like, you know, stand in the hard Paul. cam or make a fool of himself. He is definitely the best referee they have. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, it's um, weird, actually. Have you noticed that Albury seems to have taken a back seat in the wrestling refereeing in the last while? He doesn't get the prominent matches anymore. Remember, she used to be Jericho's like personal ref. Yeah, mm. uh, they're probably Maybe. in in crunch on the game. I'd say, like she's still on TV and she still does matches every week, but she doesn't get the big matches anymore. Mm. Somehow, Rick Knox still gets the tight team ones, which is oh, mind boggling. Is it because that's... Aubrey's a bit shit? Maybe. Maybe Tony's waking up to the fact that she's a bit shit. There was, there was something, there was a spot on, might have been Forbidden Door, might have been Dynamite afterwards, where there was an interference and she li literally looked at the looked interference as it happened. Yeah. <laughs> when, like, sometimes that's completely on the talent and other times it's completely awesome, on the yeah. referee. Yeah. That was completely on her. Yeah. Ah, look. Um, like, I mean, she's new. I would say that way in relative terms. She's a she's a new referee. She's she hasn't been on TV for ten years like a lot of referees. So I have a little bit of rope for for um, for Aubrey. She you know that it is what it is. Rem, or, Remsburg is god awful. I hate him. Wow. And the bald lad, 
it Rick just Knox. what's the what is the point what is the point <laughs> of him being in these matches he's, he's there solely so jr is someone to give out of it yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah i think the Derek knox is more of a loyalty hire because he yeah. was on the american indie circuit for decades he's so a the likes Bucks hire. Bucks. yeah yeah so that's kind of a nod and a thank you to to him so yeah well yes if you're being completely ruthless and judging based on performance you probably wouldn't have him on tv but it kind of ties into the whole looking after the boys family feel that yeah. AEW do strive for, to be fair. That's fine. I, I think as soon as you, we, we talked about it in early AEW where like the tag division is a bit of a shit show with the rules and stuff like that. So we're like, it is what it is. He's the one that they put into these matches. Uh, it's like they've buried him on commentary and, and, and like, I don't know why it is that I've, lo- I've, I've kind of rectified it on my head going, okay, so they're putting Rick Knox in this match. So the rules don't count. And maybe, maybe in some weird way, some 4D chess, Tony is like, perfect, that'll work. <laughs> I don't Actually, know. Speak, speaking of AW commentary, JR seems to be starting to take a back seat. He does, yeah. Mm. So he gets an entrance every week. He calls Claudio Cesaro, and he called, what was the one I saw on Twitter this week? He called someone their WWE name and this week oh, as well. Dean Ambrose, was it? Dean Ambrose, Ruby Riot. He said, Ruby Riot, yeah. Daniel Bryan, he's how you said them all. Yeah, um, he is 70-something at the same time. A man who is currently going through chemotherapy, isn't he? Mm. Uh, uh, finished or, out of chemotherapy. Yeah, radiation, yeah. yeah. So it's a 70-year-old man. Uh, he's on borrowed time. You know, he's suffering from uh, Bell's palsy like multiple times throughout his life. Yeah, uh, he's still going through grief of his wife. I, I would be more forgiving of JR. I think people burying right. him on Twitter is a bit sad. Um, Absolutely. They, they'll all be crying when he dies, you know? Um, so appreciate what, appreciate him while you have him. Do you know what? I find him, it's very much like the old, uh, how you'd excuse a little bit of racism from the grandparents kind of a scenario where like, ah, they're old, they don't know what they're doing, but aren't they lovely kind of a scenario? <laughs> JR is the voice of wrestling. Yeah, like there yeah. is no way around it. And even now in his older years with his lack of name remembering, with his gibbering on and his sometimes overt sexism and uh, inappropriate <laughs> comments about women in the ring. And how he, he still, hates the product when tag team matches are on. <laughs> <laughs> even with that said, at times through matches, he can be the absolute best in the world at telling a story. Yeah. For, big, for big moments, I wouldn't want anyone else on commentary more than JR because it just he always gets the right like soundbite or the right yeah uh, he knows mm-hmm. exactly what to say for the big moments everything yeah, outside that, that it's a bit uh, but you know the big moments he gets it right always Vince was doing that with him before when he had originally been or fired for like the third time or whatever he was bringing him back for Undertaker matches and things like yeah. that so yeah. appreciate him while you have him that's what I'd say because it's not going to last much longer um, that's it has, Wrestlemania 33 in Orlando the that was Taker Reigns, and they brought back Jr. for that match. Yeah, and it was I think two weeks after his wife had died. Yeah. Oh, and like he was a wreck. I remember his thing. I got my jersey back. Do you remember? He said mm. there was like Jan wanted him to get his jersey. Oh, that was sad. Anyway, poor Jr. Leave Jr. alone. Leave him alone. That's what I'd say. He's going to call him Cesaro. It is what it is. Get get over it. He was Cesaro on TV for like 12 years. No. He was on TV for 10, 12 years, whatever it was, as Cesaro. People are calling him Cesaro. I'm going to call him Cesaro 50 times this year on the podcast. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, 
it'd be worse if it was Cesaro. <laughs> what do you think of his debut and his, and his <laughs> follow-up in Blood and Guts? Oh, I liked it. Uh, yeah. Interesting music choice. Uh, it's yeah, very Daniel Bryan-esque Brian yeah. esque I like it. I like it. It's like the FTR team. It, it's a throwback kind of thing. It, it, it's cool. I like it. Um, he's a beast. He's an, a physical specimen of a man. He's, he's a one of one, that human being. Mm. Um, good fit in the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, yeah. Great hire. An absolutely phenomenal hire. One Definitely. of the best they've ever had, I think. Mm. Yeah, you couldn't let him just sit at home or go back to WWE. You have to get this guy. I love the story oh, that yeah. came out that... Uh, Brian and Tony had a call about his concussion and he's like, you know, I don't think I can make it. And you know what? Who'd be good though? Cesaro. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's funny you should mention I have him under contract. So nobody knew. <laughs> nobody knew that Tony had already signed him and Brian was the first one to find out. <laughs> so uh, a, a phenomenal it. hire. Yep. He had him hired and they, they were in talks of how to debut him. And obviously the situation it's arose with Danielson. Yeah. It just felt like, and it, it, the the Eddie Kingston, Claudio Castagnoli storyline. I I played the video for the guys here in the house last week. That's on uh, YouTube of their story in Chikara. It's a fantastic story. Do go back and watch it for anyone who's unfamiliar with the storyline of those two characters up to now. When they lock horns in AW, it's going to be shit hot. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed, I watched uh, Kingston versus Tekashita and it was very fun. <laughs> very, very fun from Rampage last night. Tekashita. Yes. Tekashita. Perfect. Nailed you it. and your Japanese surnames. Uh, <laughs> I'm running with the meme. <laughs> uh, Christian as a heel. Oh, baby. We have not talked about Christian since the heel turn. No. I'm going to get a sparkly and- boy if you want to keep talking about it. Uh, I just want to say lol JD from NY. Lol. Back in had Christian good. <laughs> so Christian has turned on Jungle Boy, has somehow corrupted Luchasaurus and turned him into uh Oh Gordo had a great name for him. What's his name? The Christian had a, a heavy and impact. Tyson Tonko. Yes. Luchatonko. So that's that's his new Luchatonko in in AEW. I'm all for it. I'm here for that partnership. Uh, Christian Cage calling out Jungle Boy saying very disparaging things about his mom, his sister and his dead dad. Oh God. All the bad, dirty, evil heel stuff. But fucking hook it up to my veins. Who thought in 2022 that Christian Cage would be the best heel on TV? Crazy, isn't it? Uh... I, I don't understand it. But like we all knew it was coming, but no one ever thought it would be this good. He's just turned it up a notch. Like, uh, I was yeah, if they're like Christian, he's still good in the ring, but like, I, I know he's that he's definitely a step back. So it's a lot more character work than it would previously. Sort of the match at the end is going to be as big a payoff as it normally would be. But the loving the build up, build up is amazing. Mm. Well, like you say that, like, he had very, very good matches with Kenny Omega, like, True. within the last year. But an impact, granted, AW. Kenny Omega would have a good match with the broom. Insofar as he has already done that, but uh, yeah, Christian can still go, and I think with Jungle Boy, uh, how he's developed, I think they could definitely book a good match between the two. Yeah, uh, it's crazy how Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Christian came back from like retirements from concussions and neck injuries and all sorts, 
and they're still some of the most compelling people on TV. It's crazy. It's Do you know why crazy. that is? It's because they have the best personalities. They can tell yes. the best stories. Mm-hmm. Like it, Daniel Bryan and Brian Daniels, whatever you want to call him. I don't think many people could convince you that he's not the best technical wrestler in the world. Or if he's so not, he's definitely it. on the shortlist. Oh, I don't, don't think anyone... We gave him no Wrestler one. of the Year when he was off for six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's, an indictment of everyone else. <laughs> he's phenomenal. Like, genuinely a phenomenal wrestler. And he, he just kind of threads the needle of, like, oh, he's a great wrestler, but then the mic goes on. And you're like, no, he can do both. He's compelling yeah, yeah. on the mic as well. He's, he's a, he is the best wrestler in the world. Genuinely. Yeah. But then you look at Edge and Christian, and I don't think anyone would ever convince you that they would be in the conversation of best technical wrestler in the world. No. They're both more than adequate. They're both quite good at what they do, and they've honed their wrestling craft to a very fine art. But it's their characters that get them over more than anything else. And that's where uh, so much of the younger talent, theory very much included, are failing. Because when they're brought through like a factory like the Performance Center, they don't have the time to develop characters. They're, they're, a name is given to them. A persona is given to them. They don't know how to think for themselves. Now it's fine, Fitz. See, they've, they've corrected this, okay? So that's a criticism they've taken on board. And now everyone has a gimmick. Yeah. Everyone in yeah. NXT. So there's the sleepy girl. There's the bar lady. <laughs> There's the librarian, the lads, the librarian. There's all sorts. There's the Barbie girl. There's everything. So they've gone totally their other way. Like, you know what? I'm sick of all these good, talented, competent TV wrestlers. What we need now is a lot of clowns. Let's do that. Fish and chip shop owner from Galway. There you go. (laughs) Oh. Oh, One thing, Eddie McDonough. One thing that I love about New Japan. I've said it before, and I'll keep saying it. There. Their their system, well, their camera work obviously is fucking. <laughs> the fact that they send their young talents on excursions, mm. so they yeah. have to go leave the country, tour other territories to hone their craft and learn their craft. That is unrivaled experience that a lot of American performers do not get. Yeah. I and get the idea of the factory for American football players and basketball players oh and yeah, stuff that they bring the in. I get that. Totally get that. But for people that they bring in that have some wrestling experience, send them to fucking GCW or send them to Impact or, you know, send them fucking AEW Dark or whatever whatever you want to do. <laughs> send them out to learn. Literally, like what, have a loan that's system. FCW. That's what FCW yeah. was and, and OVW. That's, that's why you ended up with a class of Brock Lesnar, Roman, or Randy Orton, John Cena, and Batista. You, don't ha- you can't have that anymore. Could you imagine a transfer factory in wrestling yeah. where you can transfer oh, God, wrestlers yeah. or send them out on loan for a year? That'd so be like, fucking great. Say, say you were playing for Man United and you weren't happy with 350 grand a week. So you decided <laughs> that on a documentary you'd make that public and then you leave. And you make a fraction of that in the new club, something like that. Jeez, if that happened in real life, you'd only you can only assume that that person really didn't want to play for Man United. It's a very specific example, you know. <laughs> 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 uh, bye, Paul. Bye, bye, Paul. Bye. Uh, enjoy Juventus. Can't wait for um, him to score against you in the Champions League this year. Yeah, lol. We're not in the Champions League. Take that. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> in your face, Fitz. We're in the Europa Conference something. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, it's terrible. I want to kill myself. Yeah, so that's good. That's, that's the true. third three times. This is okay. I'm going yeah. messaging Kira and getting her to do like a, a suicide <laughs> check on you. Oh, look it. Um, what else is going on? Uh, what happened on on the A dubs? Because we we genuinely uh, have been talking for an hour and a half, even though recording might be under an hour. Recording is um, thirty five minutes at the moment, so definitely uh, under an hour. Sorry. Well, look, you should be in the Discord. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what happened this show? week? So yeah, Wardlow won the TNT title, which was very very good. They they booked that match perfectly. Mm-hmm. Have him being the dominant guy and beating um, and everything. Scorpio Sky clean in the ring, despite multiple interference attempts by American Top Team. All made perfect sense. Love to see it. Um, what else happened? Oh, who? Oh, John Moxley defeated Brody King. Uh, yeah, it's I, underwhelming. I, yeah, I missed Rampage last week, so I saw that being announced. I was like, what? Um, because I hadn't seen the. Oh, you missed the Royal Rampage Rumble thing. Yeah, that was entertaining. Um, yeah. but my God, Ooh. they don't explain the rules to these things very well no. at all. <laughs> no, I, I like the fact that they're Tony is such a mark, like a wrestling fan. I don't mean mark in a bad way, but he's such a wrestling fan where he's like, "I've got two rings. I'm going to do two Royal Rumbles. I'm going to do that." <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I do. That's that's like really fun. That's what you should be doing in random shit like this. But when they explain the rules and when you understood the rules. It made absolute sense. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's a great idea. But just classic AW to just kind of jump straight into the action and let you figure it out as it's happening. And Excalibur talking 900 miles an hour trying to explain everything that's going on. Yeah, there's definitely really, a middle ground between that and, you know. Yeah, yeah. If that happens in three weeks' time. <laughs> Did both feet touch the floor, though? Right. I love oh. the finish that. Oh, wait. If Nikki hasn't seen it, I won't spoil it on. The finish, the match is fantastic. Oh, I've oh, seen the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Show, oh, I've seen me, it. The, the choke out on the apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's brilliant. Um, I hear Darby Allen's into that sort of thing, though. He's into it. Uh, where's MJF, lads? That's exactly it. They're Bring doing it so well. Uh, maybe not a little while. They almost want you to forget about him, and then they bring him back. Hmm. They did name drop him at one of the shows. I heard his name being mentioned. On Dynamite, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because um, they did it when Wardlow had his first title match against Scorpio Sky. That was it, yeah. It's, it was something like the, the human shit stain or something like that they called him. <laughs> Not that exactly, but, you know, something to that effect. Nice. Um, um, announced for two weeks' time, though, a barbed wire debt match. Oh, Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho, where the Jericho Appreciation Society will be suspended in a shark cage. Oh, Sammy Guevara is going to do a Sammy Guevara thing out of that cage, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, uh, speaking um, of Sammy Guevara, can we slightly break to go back to a news item? Okay. Um, the Sammy Guevara award for whatever we call it, <laughs> the dumbass moment of the week goes to Jordan Grace, obviously. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm going to try and find it. The dumbest take possibly i've ever seen you have uh, where did I, okay, i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find it i'm gonna stall for time uh da, 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 da. well isn't subtle Ah, uh, it's doing that thing where the search doesn't work for a couple of minutes so i'm gonna come take a sec for twitter to open up from here <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh jordan grace somehow managed to tweet out something that would be agreed by most people that uh 
you know, Chris Benoit is a piece of shit and uh, he's burning in hell if you believe in such a thing. But she somehow managed to get people to defend Chris Benoit with her horrible take. And that takes insanely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace. There we go. Got her. Oh, boys, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm struggling through. Oh, she's posting so many shit. Oh, she's trying to bury it. Where the fuck is this tweet? Where is it? She's posted so many tweets since then. My God, I'm still scrolling. Still scrolling. Jesus Christ, she's she's constantly on Twitter. So many thirst traps still happening. She deleted the tweet, did she? I think she deleted it. Yep, she did. I'm five days ago. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. That's how you know she was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so everyone who's listened to this has already seen it, so that's fine. Um... Yeah, she said, he, she said that Chris Benoit could not keep up with the wrestlers of today. Just to catch everyone up. Which is Lol. hilarious. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's, one the, thing. There's, there's many things to criticize Chris Benoit about. Oh, there we go. So yeah. thanks, Deliverance. He's put it up. Uh, this is going to be the coldest take I ever tweet on this app. I already know it's going to be mad. I, I don't think Benoit could 100% hang with most of the present day best wrestlers. He could not, he, he would not be able to remember matches. Also made burn in hell. That's the only part I, rem- I agree with. That he should burn in hell. And like, Saying that Chris this Benoit came out of hang with wrestlers. Yeah. This is, pay attention to me, CM Punk gif, is what this is. <laughs> you'd say something if this was a reply to someone else making a comment. You'd say, okay, she's just replying to someone. This yeah. came out of nowhere. This was a yep. literal attention-seeking tweet. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, where is it? But don't forget, you can't criticize Jordan Grace on the internet because that's against okay. the rules. Oh, you couldn't do that. You couldn't do that. Uh, there is a lot of stands. There really is. She has a lot of weird stands, too. Yeah. It's a case of, like, she has an internal monologue of, I need some buzz to get signed. What should I do? I'm like, oh, tweet that Benoit was a horrible prick. Everyone will agree with that one. Great idea. I'll also add that I wouldn't be able to keep up with the flippy boys. Wait, no, 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 no. I tweeted it. That's basically what happened. (laughs) Uh, She's such a fucking shit show. I should double down then. So she went on to say, you know, people disagreed with her, obviously, because, you know, she's wrong. And her reply to people who disagreed with her tweet was that she couldn't separate the wrestler from the man. (laughs) <laughs> don't talk about his wrestling then yeah that was literally the nobody is to that. nobody is disputing your thoughts about the man that last sentence is as steve said is exactly yes. right everyone agrees yeah. with that last sentence yeah yeah and it's even like the uh, video of paul Heyman was doing the rounds afterwards when he was talking at an inside the ropes gig uh when someone kept jeering for you know chris benoit being the best of all time or something to that effect and uh Heyman just literally goes, you know what? Uh, let's stop this here and let's talk about this. You know, fuck you. He said, you know, Chris Benoit's piece of shit and hope he burns in hell. But he was one of the best wrestlers to ever do it. Yeah. And he Good said guy. he was going to build the first ever ECW pay-per-view around him, Eddie and a couple of others. If it ever got to that level, but it didn't get to that level. Yeah. Crazy um, shit. Like, we like... Your man Trevor Dame posted about this. Well, like, congratulations, Jordan. You somehow managed to have everyone disagree with you about Chris Benoit. You found the only thing that was an unfair criticism of Chris Benoit. That's impressive. Like, genuinely impressive that you have people defending Chris fucking Benoit on Twitter. 
Yeah. <sighs> Man. Insane. Piece of shit. So just to confirm, uh, we all agree that Chris Benoit is a piece of shit. And yes. if you believe in yes. such a thing, he is burning. He's burning and continually into burning and burning in hell. So good for him. Anyway. Um, cool. Uh, anything on WWE this week that did stuff? Um, um, Finn Balor is in the long boys. Yes. Don't like the long boys. Don't like this long boy thing. What about his package? Exactly. You know? I mean, it's still kind of visible, but it's not the same. It's not the same. You need to be seeing Finn Balor's same. cock on TV. I don't understand why we're not allowed to see it anymore. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, he delivers so a shock here at the, the package not being on show. Yeah, he's the master of the girt. <laughs> he's not in his little pants anymore, Deliverance. I know you'd hate this. Uh, Finn Balor is in the long boys now. He's in uh, black and purple tights because he's a, he's a spooky boy now. Ooh. Cool. I must actually uh, see if I can the... find a picture of Finn Balor in the long boys because I have not seen this. Oh, oh it's no. pretty bad, Fitz. Yeah. You'll get sick. You'll get sick. You can't see is his it cock similar anymore. to it makes um, no sense. Punk in the long boys? Where did that Samaritan's um... number go? <laughs> yes, it, it, it is similar to Punk in the long boys, but way more jarring. Like way more. So if you're watching you're like so Prince Devitt, it, yeah, yeah, you're so used to it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like, you know, he's good looking man, you know, you want to get those boys out. You want the legs out, you know? Did you he know? ever <laughs> wear long boys in uh, New Japan? I don't remember him ever wearing long boys ever. I could be wrong, but I've never seen it. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It's weird to see him in, in tights now. It's odd. Free the, the Bray 2. That's what I'd say. Um, <laughs> um, um the, going on? ask a squeeze oh, Becky Lynch's boob and uh, oh, yeah, that was went crazy. <laughs> there was a, very much uh, the topic of wrestling this week has been the three Irish people. <laughs> That's basically what's been going on. <laughs> so clearly, Asuka and Becky's way of letting each other know that they're okay is they'll squeeze each other's sides at the end of the match. But Asuka grabbed her boob, it was very funny. <laughs> Yeah, this long boys thing, I don't like it. And it's already like unintentional, a, the boob squeeze, but still. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was still very funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the purple thing, is that like a towel in his back pocket or something? Yeah, I think it's just a, it's a towel. It's not the pants are black. Oh, it's just, yeah. It's, it's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. Because you have the sleeves as well. It doesn't look good. I oh, get it. man. Weird. Oh, that man like is it. an impeccable package. Like that needs to be on display. Actually, you need to display the package. Deliverance mm. doesn't wear pants because of this, because of his girthiness. I'm pretty sure he can't wear pants. He pre- he was getting <laughs> specially made. <laughs> he used to order online to get his pants. He can't just walk into Tesco and buy you know <laughs> pants. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's probably it. I don't think there's anything else to talk about because it's been a very long episode. If you're here live. A uh, very short episode of here for the recorded <laughs> version. Uh, and maybe we do a bit of twitching. I don't know. Um, do a bit so, of twitching. Let me see. Uh, best match, worst match. Best match, the tag match from Money in the Bank. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Usos versus um, Street Profits. Street Profits. Uh, just shows yeah, you how good the Usos are. are. Just shows you how good the Usos are. They can get a great match out of uh, Street Profits. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Montez what? is jacked out of his Yeah, I was about to right say now. the same. Like, Jesus, yeah, Jesus Christ. Christ. He's gone on a singles run. He, he's been told he's breaking this tag team up. 
he is jacked out of his mind right now. And the worst thing is, right now he's the worst of the two. Oh, there, I said God. it. Yeah. There's the tweet. Wow. wow. Shocking. Worst match. Dawkins is really good. Um, I haven't seen it. I've only really seen Money in the Bank and AEW. So, which match was worse um, than Money in the Bank? Probably wanted to. Theory winning Money in the Bank. Hate it. Killer would match, fire. The match itself was kind of a match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on then if there's not bad matches. Uh, best segment and worst oh, segment over the past say, two I weeks. I would say there was no bad matches. I'm sure there was. But yeah. None um, that we're going to remember. What was with, actually, now that Sean mentions the women's money in the bank, I didn't see that match. But I heard there's a fallout from Shotzi. Shotzi, yeah. She's left Twitter as a result. Yeah. Shotzi's dad died a month ago. Um, I think that should be oh, possibly man. taken into, a, into um, consideration here. Um, that's rough yeah, yeah. The, the women's money in the bank was a bit botchy and it was a bit of but, yeah she's not that but she's always been a bit botchy herself but this was spectacularly bad performance she uh alexa bliss who was a history of concussions she knocked her head against a ladder Ooh. accidentally so yeah <laughs> and then she fell over onto the ladder it was bad it was genuinely bad uh, uh best, 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 worst probably one of the christian of promos Oh, first Christian promo, yeah, definitely. Just for the sheer shock factor of mentioning uh, Jack Perry's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jungle boy. Jungle Jack. Jungle boy Jack Perry. Uh, I don't remember a bad... Wait, worst segment. Is there a really bad segment? Oh, fucking two weeks ago on Raw, Liv Morgan reciting John Cena's lines backstage. Do, 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 do. Yeah, she, she went do, 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 do. It was like, just like John Cena, I never gave up. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, it's so bad. So Actually, bad. the opening yeah. segment to that role where they had everyone lined up for John Cena to get a guard of honor to open <laughs> the show was the drizzling shits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Cena's so segment itself was really bad. He said nothing. He said absolutely nothing. Keep on believing or something to that effect. Yeah. Never give up. And so on. I mean, do, 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 fact do, that do. we're picking this when there was a hot dog eating contest on Raw this week. Uh, I still haven't seen that. I heard it's real bad, though. Did Otis puke in the ring? I, I have to, yeah, I did. You puked yeah. in the ring as much. Uh, uh, I, have to, I, I did like the fact that like, they had, a, I, I just saw a quick clip from it, but like they were doing a big close up of Otis and um, I feel yeah, like it was uh, Andrew Dawkins uh, uh, having a, a like close, close, close. So they're like, who's going who's gonna to win? And then they finished and they just cut over to the Zawa to destroy both of them. <laughs> I haven't seen it thankfully I was too busy it was July 4th I was outside shooting my guns in the air of course so, yes um, wrestler of the week clearly Otis <laughs> no uh, not Finn Balor because of the long boys uh, he's gonna puke uh, since <laughs> since last time we were on I'd say Moxley I mean he won a title mm, he's in yeah. one of the best matches yeah, yeah. And then defend the title. And defend the title too, yeah. True, true. Um, I'm going to give uh, the first time ever worst take of the week and the Sammy Guevara what the fuck were you thinking dumbass <laughs> moment of the week to Jordan Grace. First two-time champ ever. Yep. I don't think anyone comes close to it. That is fair. Uh, I'd, I could look up Louis Dangor's Twitter, but I don't think anything touches it. 
I'm sure he said something stupid, but I think I, uh, we'll keep it Jordan Grace. I remember thinking I should have tagged him and said, Louis, go free. Nothing can, no, nothing can harm you this week. Say whatever you want. <laughs> but ah, well. Um, so the plugs. Gordo wasn't here, so there's no plugs. Um, so you uh, won't be able to find us next week anywhere on any of your platforms because Gordo isn't here to tell you about them. You, you, you won't find, find us on us. iTunes. You won't find us nope. on Google Podcasts. You won't find us on nope. Spotify, not on SoundCloud. None of your favorite podcast apps. No, we won't. No, no. Uh, no. You, you, whatever you do, do not give us five stars on Spotify and you will not find us on WrestlingSoup.com because Gordo wasn't here to plug it. Um, if you were to put code AWP into CanvasTheory.com, it wouldn't work because Gordo wasn't here. Um, if you press follow on, on the, uh, at the AW pod, it won't work. You need to like close the app, clear your cache, do all sorts, try incognito mode, nothing. It's not going to work. And if you were to go to, uh, twitch.tv forward slash the AWP, your computer will explode because Gordo isn't here to plug. It's like typing into uh, Google into Google. It's yeah. It's, it like you would, you would die. Do yeah. not send us money on Twitch. Do not send us money on Twitch. We will spend it on cans. Wait, do. <laughs> Scratch everything we just said. <laughs> oh, oh God, I'm COVID. Oh no. Ah, he's oh. fine on his way out, living up to his promise that he made three times this show. I will kill myself. But That's four. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely messaging Kira now and making sure she doesn't no, suicide check her tonight. Jesus. Taker's no, grey now. Can't be listened to her. Uh, uh, to be fair, a, he's been grey for 15 years. I know, yeah, but he's embracing it now. Uh, oh. They put up a video, there's a documentary on A&E this week, they put up like a trailer for it, uh, or a clip from it, and yeah, he's like, he's still got a big, long black ponytail, but the grey hair was around it. I still feel 25. Most of the time. Cool, that's the, uh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. At him on the left, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> Can't believe Captain Lou Albano looks so good at his age. <laughs> <laughs> is there hair there or is that a skinhead? No, there's hair. Oh, a taker? Yeah. It looks like, it, yeah, look over his ears. Like he's got hair tucked behind his ear. See if I can find a better video, picture. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit, the video. yeah, it's a bit small. Yeah. But anyway. Um, 25. Most of the time. <laughs> um, right uh, yeah so if you listened live you got an extra hour this is not us plugging a Patreon type thing but you just it was because I fucked up and forgot to press record uh, so sorry for the short episode after two weeks I mean I couldn't think of a worse thing to happen after not doing a show last week than forgetting to press record on the first hour of the podcast but hey you should be in the discord so fuck you that's what I'd say you know uh, you. that's fair Hey, Steve, got a question for yeah. you. Uh, what's yeah. that sound? Couldn't tell you. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Because there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody.